podcast for the guardians of destiny.com you are tuned into episode two my name is mark turcott we're broadcasting live from behind the safe walls of the city centered safely beneath the traveler and coming to us from the area known as new chicago patrick watts watts what's up man what's up black holes ben light rumor has it that the traveler might ben light too oh nice uh let's see from off earth on the moon from the deep pit Known as the mechanical pit of Hellmouth, Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, dude? Yo, yo. Does that constitute as uh, via satellite? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess via satellite. Far enough away I'm, I'm like via satellite. The, I'm the center here in the city. That's where I am, and you guys are stationed off. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, you're via satellite. You're via satellite. Right. Um, and finally, from the arid desert on the surface of Mars, camped right outside the exclusion zone, Derek Smith. Derek, what's up, man? What's going on, my brother? How you doing, man? <laughs> good, man. Good. Well, first up this week, I want to just thank everybody for all the feedback from the first episode. It seems like people have actually really, really enjoying the show. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, we received a bunch of emails this past week. Yeah. yeah. Just everybody. It was terrible. <laughs> That's right. They loved us, Watts. They didn't like you on the show is yeah. basically what it was. Yeah. That's what we're hearing. Which is the norm. But no, I mean, seriously, you know, we, we received a lot of great feedback. Um, you know, first up, the biggest question we got, and we got this multiple times was how often is the show going to come out? And honestly, it's really going to depend on you, Bungie. How often are you going to put stuff out for us? I mean, (laughs) I mean, we want to be the voices for the community also. So, I mean, there's things happening in the community and we can always put a show out based off that, but you know, we don't want to just put a show out to have a show out. Um, but as you'll find out very soon, the past week, we actually got a lot of stuff rolling out. So as long as this becomes the trend, uh, you'll have a new show every week and we're shooting. We've decided on Mondays, we're going to have these episodes come out because in typical Bungie fashion, we've had weekly updates pretty much every week now since the game's been re- uh, announced on Fridays. And this way we can kind of digest it over the weekend, see what the community is thinking about it, and then you know publish a show for you guys on Mondays. Yeah. Um, and then it's the crazy. other thing that kept coming up, and we kind of had an internal debate on this before we launched the site, was whether or not to launch with forums or without forums. And right. honestly, Derek, I mean, we didn't launch yeah, what that thinking. Just because the workload, right? We were like, no, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to yeah. have this, you know, massive workload in the beginning. But you know, because we are trying to create a Destiny community, we gotta have forums. Oh, so, yeah. a must. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So the forums are up, um, or should be up very soon. So please go over, sign up there again, guardiansofdestiny.com, and uh, we will have those up and running. And actually, some community members who emailed us are willing to help us out. So Robert and Mitch, you know, we appreciate yeah. you guys. 
helping Mitch us out Ryan. there. And I'm sure you're going to be hearing Robert more from them in the future, not just on the forums. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's great. But a couple more housekeeping things I want to get to before we get rolling here. Uh, I just want to remind everybody, you can send us emails, get in contact us just by emailing us to feedback at theguardiansofdestiny.com. And, of course, you can fill out our contact us page on the front page and, and send that over to us. Um, last week on the show, admittedly, we hadn't set up our Twitter yet. So we were hoping our Twitter was going to be at Guardians of Destiny, but Twitter does not allow you to have all those uh, characters in there. So we are now on Twitter at Guardians of D. So uh, follow us over there. We're pretty much linking all the stories that we're putting up on D the site. D for Derek. Yes, D for yeah, Uncle baby. D. Yeah. Guardians of Derek, baby. And uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Guardians of Destiny. And, I mean, one of the best things that surprised us here, as, actually as we're recording this, on iTunes, the show is obviously on iTunes. We are one of the top new and noteworthy shows, um, just based off our ratings Boom. and our reviews, also, and from everybody listening over there. So, if you use iTunes, uh, hook us boom. up with a review, subscribe to the show, and uh, start your weeks off right with Guardian Radio. Yes. Right, baby. So yeah, it's been crazy, dude. And that, I remember that, like that. like doing this. Like, it's been amazing. Like the feed, positive feedback so far. Like, because like you said, Turk, we were doing like. Uh, yeah, we'll get to forums when we get to them. And people are like, we need forums. We want to talk about the this. The first <laughs> email, the yeah. very first email yeah. we got was, hey, I, I may be blind, but where are the forums? And I'm yeah. just like, literally. Right. second email we got. The second email. Hey, do you guys have forums? We'd love a place to go and chat. I just emailed Hello. Eric. I'm like, dude, God. I, I mean, this just is it. We got to do forums, yeah. right? We're, we're not the yeah. only ones that should be talking about this, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Same thing with Twitter. We're like, yeah, we'll set Twitter up whenever it comes up. You're like, where's the Twitter? I want to come in here. Okay, <laughs> right. we'll get it up. We're lazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, yep. So okay. we're up and running now. But All right, guys, let's get into this, get into the reason why people are here with our new segment called Dispatches from the Traveler. Now Dispatches from the Traveler. All right, well, let's get into this here. We actually have two bungee updates we got to get to here um, from the past friday so let's go back to that first friday and the new beginnings update and uh, people may not realize it but there was actually a lot in this update i think that people you know may not have actually realized but we were able to pull a bunch of pieces um from it and right off the bat i mean uh, the first thing coming from jason jones was if there's three things that you remember about destiny it's these three that destiny is an action game set in an amazing mysterious new universe that players are the center of our world. He's basically just reinstating that you can create a character, you can grow and customize it over time. And number three, that Destiny is designed from the ground up to be better when you play it with your friends. So you can have mm, solitary cinematic experiences, but Destiny is built from the ground up to be cooperative. So it's actually better with your friends rather than like better with Connect. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, we'll opinion. get to that later, Watts. You're foreshadowing what's coming up on the show here. Oh, oh, oh geez. Oh, geez. Foreshadowing, Watts. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. But, uh, yeah, so. I love know, I mean, we had the question last term. week. Whenever I see that. Go ahead. Whenever I see, like, built from the ground up, I'm like, all right, that's that, that instantly, like, piques my attention for some reason. It just seems like it's something more brand OG. new and fresh. What's up? Yeah. More OG, more original, more like, yeah, genuine, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, last week we talked about lone wolfing because somebody had uh, posted that in the Bungie.net forums about whether you're going to lone wolf the game or not. And they have stated you can just go out and lone wolf it if you want to. But, you know, I think the way that this game is built with the whole online co-op where you're seeing people kind of just appearing in the area where you are, 
you're going to want to play with people, you know, and the fact that that is where they're basing the whole game on, like play with your friends. But you notice, and, right. and that's one thing he didn't say is he, he said your friends. He didn't say play with other people. So does that kind of undermine? Oh, okay. Well, all right. Is, is he hinting <laughs> at clans, posses, so to speak? That's yeah. what I'm thinking, man. Yep. Because, like, what's yep, the interaction going to be but... like? I mean, we, we hear the one situation, to go back to that IGN article with Jones and Staten, where it's like, oh, just some random person shows up. Uh-huh. How do you interact with that person? You know, it, what's that going to look like? And you know, But did he say, like, play with your friends, wink, wink? Or was it just like... Play with your friends. Oh, and exactly. meaning... Exactly. We take it as we want. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what it is, I'm sure, yeah. Everyone's a friend when you're playing Destiny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then just, to, just to that ba- the, uh, first piece, he says, you know, if you love first-person shooters, if you enjoy Bungie action games, and you're going to love Destiny. Because I know one of the things some people had, um, it, not issues with, but was the fact that they just kept saying, like, co-op, co-op, co-op. And again, back to that lone wolf thing. Some people like to play the game that way. But they're just saying, hey, if you like a Bungie game, you're going to love this game. And I think that if you're listening to this podcast or you're following Destiny at all, come mm-hmm. on. You know you're going to love this, this, this stuff that's going to yeah. be in here, right? I think, um, yeah. you know, it's great that even after, you know, week two, that we're still getting, like, a lot of info out of it. Um, I was afraid that after week one and they were going to, you know, just come out with everything and then it was going to be a little bit of a lull in news, but it hasn't been, which is great. And it seems uh-huh. like they're it seems like they're drilling certain things into our heads, and, like, that's one of them. Yep. You know, like, uh, play with friends, quote-unquote friends, like, and, and uh, the thing about your character, like, in the persistent world, and it's just... We're hearing that over and over and over again. And then after, like, going through everything that we're going to be talking about today, at the end, I'm like, man, like, I have to keep telling myself that you want to say because it's Bungie, like, you're expect. I don't want to – it's weird. Like, you're expecting something Halo-related. And then, like, like I said, like, after going through everything that we're going through today, I just kind of have to tell myself, like, no, this is – they totally are – they're totally done with Halo. Like, and you right. can see it. Yeah. So, um, well, let me ask you this, man. Well, <laughs> Can you think of another shooter that's really built with from the ground up with co-op in mind? I mean, you can think of games. I mean, heck, um, Derek. I mean, you're playing right now through Dead Space Three. That right. game wasn't built with co-op in mind, like that, or co-op from the ground up. You know, it was like, well, we're we're making this game. And they probably said, okay, co-op would be cool. Well, I haven't played it yet, dude. But come on. I mean, that wasn't exactly, or even you think too, um, I'm trying to think of like what other shooters throw it in there. Yeah, Well, Borderlands was kind of built um, for co-op, I guess you could say. I think Dead Space Space is a good example, Mark. Dead Space is a good example. Um, Because it it, it so fosters the same experience of the last couple of games in the series. And it does, I won't say it's attacked on co-op, because it is quite entertaining and super funny. You still get scared cooperatively. But it's not built from the ground up cooperatively. No, it's not. Right. There's th- there, there are things that help feed the co-op experience with it, but not from the press start button, go. You know, it has that, but it's not like this. Like, right. off to the races with your mm-hmm. friends. No, it's not. Not like, no. I no. mean, just knowing that every, probably every quest, everything that's going to be in this game. Yeah. It's it's better with friends. I don't want to say it's better with connectors, like you said, but I think that's and you know what you know. I, I I think I think the whole better with friends idea I think stems from the fact that of course as the developers, they're on the inside, 
experiencing it for themselves, creating these amazing scenarios and worlds for us to enjoy. And I think that comes from a position of them purposely making scenarios where it's better with your friend because if you do it by yourself, we, we all know we've done something and that's one of the wonderful things about gaming. When you've experienced something that was so great, you can't keep it to yourself. So it's like, man, I wish my buddy would have been here with me to experience this. Oh my God, this, that, and the other. So I'm hoping that it's that, you know, times a, times a million with, with what you're doing, you know, and, and, and discovering new things. And then I ask you, like, for example, let's say me and Maselli are playing together and that's, that's Chris, everyone. And, and, <laughs> and, and we're doing something that's completely different from you, Mark, and, 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 and Watts, and you guys are coming back and reporting to us, man, we did this. And I'm like, right. dude, Chris, tell him, man, we did this, and it was yeah, amazing. Right. <laughs> you didn't see that? Oh, my God, it was amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I think <laughs> it's going to be like that type of experience, which is what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's always anytime you're in the, let's just say the MMO aspect, it's always better. I know – with Mark, when he plays games like that, it's always Lone Wolf because he always plays it super early than what all his other friends are playing. I play it like five in yeah. the morning, yeah. Five in the morning, and I'm still, <laughs> I might have just no went doubt. bed an hour before that, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. But it's. <laughs> it says Watts has been offline for an hour. I'm like, damn it, I just missed him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's always better with friends. Like, if you get a group of people and you go on a it quest is. and it spend really a good four hours just exploring the game, doing everything, it is always better than doing the old Mark Turk out over here, having to Especially do a little wolf. Oh, but it's so good with coffee in the morning, Watts, to wake up with some coffee and play yeah. a game. is oh, the greatest coffee thing. You know what? Game. People read the paper, I just play a video game. It's the greatest. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> I got a question. I have a question, Mark. Yeah. Uh, not to play devil's advocate, but watching the, um, the brief bit of footage that they've shown us, uh-huh. Um, there's one little brief image, or I should say uh, a gameplay, where the guy cocks the rifle and he's walking and then it cuts. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with that yep. footage of yeah. Destiny. Yeah. And when I saw that, this I believe it kind of, uh, the video pans into talking about the game some more, but you see Master Chief sitting there. So, of course, I couldn't help but think about the sniper rifle from Halo as this character, a guardian from Destiny, cocked this rifle. My question is, are you afraid that the game could potentially just be um, a different skinned Halo uh, cooperatively? Because we play, you know, Halo offers a cooperative experience where you go around with your, you know, four Spartans and you do a thing, and it's fun. But will this be that just more on a larger scale, or will it be truly its unique? It have its own unique feel and aura to it, and I, that's what I really hope. I hope it's nothing like Halo. No offense to Halo, phenomenal franchise, but I do hope this is a fresh new feel, because you know they're wonderful with the FPS genre, mm-hmm. but only in regards right. to Halo. Bungie has not proven themselves well, to do anything in the FPS genre outside of Halo that I know of. Well, so, I think that's what I was going to say, man. Is I think like in terms of the actual gunplay. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping it plays like Halo. I hope it has that feel that I'm able to play, oh, play, play that way. Play. However, when you start bringing in classes and persistence, and right. you know the idea of like we know that uh, the Warlock is going to literally have powers. I mean, they're all going to have powers from the Traveler, but some sort of right, magic, right. quote unquote magic, that they're going to be able to use. How's that going to come into play? Is that going to play like plasmids from Bioshock? 
possibly, or uh, or you know, you think back to Borderlands when you play as the um, what's her name, the girl. I, I freaking played as her uh, when I played yeah, it. That was yeah. you. Your face yeah, walking and doing the siren. siren. You're, you're doing siren. all those those things. Is that what we're talking about? And then it completely takes on a different feel from Halo. And then even knowing this game seems like it's going to be somewhat loot-driven because every article you read, you hear of these different weapons and unique weapons that these characters are carrying. That's, that's exciting. And that's, that's not exciting. in Halo. Yeah. In Halo, up oh, here's another plasma rifle. Up oh, here's another you know sniper. Up oh, here's another you know battle yeah. rifle. It's mm-hmm. just that's same old same. Old. <laughs> here's some plasma grenades. The diversity is incredible right. with this. That's true. We're in, yeah. That's what's going to make it different and feel unique. Um, okay, it's gotta so. be. It's it, it's gotta have something like that. It's gotta feel unique. But or, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it feeling like Halo. I'm just asking. You know, is that something? Is that is that a bad thing? Or in my opinion, yeah, I think not. it would be a bad thing. No. I think Mark was right when he so? said, I, in terms of shooting, I think it's gonna resemble Halo, and not that that's a bad thing. Right. Um, because that's what they know, and they've done that very well. But I think they're gonna bring right. a lot more into it, like Mark was saying, like yeah. a lot more okay. loot stuff. A lot, uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to compare it to Borderlands, but I think it's going to be in that realm of, of there's a lot to find, yep. a lot more to find than there would be in Borderlands, and and you know, according to Derek, we got the Skyrim times twenty world that we're going to be playing. <laughs> you heard that first on Guardian Radio, absolutely. Yeah, Kristen, I mean, you know, even the next layer beyond Borderlands, I mean, Borderlands is the loot, but the world in Borderlands, I mean, yeah, it's got some little unique areas. It's repetitive. Throw away, mm-hmm. right? Where with this. Have the loop plus have this this universe to explore. That's just yet another layer that's just going to be added on top of it, and it's, it's going to be great. But let's right. let's wrangle it back in here, guys. We totally just um, right. got off this bungee update, Here's the new beginnings update. Let's take yep. it to the screenshot um, that they ran at the very top of the page on this. And um, when you look at the screenshot, I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, it's a scene that shows what appears to be maybe five guardians. Um, two of which are wearing like these red cloaks, um, which maybe makes me think: are they either NPCs or somehow in some sort of guild? Um, there, right. and then the other three you can clearly tell are, are just other guardians, kind of very similar to the concept art we've seen for like the Titan um, and, and uh, the Warlock. But the room that they're in, I think, is really what is the most impressive here: is that it's just loaded with what appears to be gold and treasures and all these things. And I think in one of the articles um, way back, and actually the name that Bungie used for this image on their site, it just said Vault, Vault article Mm -hmm. uh, JPEG. So this clearly is some sort of vault. And I I think that it was um, on the mobile phone, whatever that quest is that they show in that image, I don't have it pulled up right now, but it mentioned something about a queen and that they want to go after her vault. So mm. is this that vault? And when we go into the game, is this going to be the type of spoils we're going to come into? You know, just Ooh. this massive room that's going to be loaded with that's tons and tons hot. of stuff. What do you guys think? Yeah, oh, be cool. could be. Could I was, be. I yeah, I was like killing queens for the loot. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's it, that like that's awesome. Give me, give me cool stuff like that to do where I'm in games I'm somewhat used to, like like. Mm-hmm. A quest. Hey, you gotta kill this. You gotta go up in this tower over here. There's a queen, and she might have some loot over there. You might have to kill her. It's like, dude, let's do it. You know, put yeah. it in the setting of Destiny, and I'm all for it. I'm I'm glad they have stuff like this, and also want to do stuff that's a little bit different than this. Maybe not find a vault, but I know people might say, well, like, oh, that's not 
I guess, creative to do something, but hey, everyone likes to take, go and kill Queen's revolts. You know, <laughs> you know, am I am I wrong? I, I don't I don't. No, think. no, you're not. But you know, though, I, I like that idea uh, because it would be really cool as well if that is the case, but more drawn out to the point where you're actually on a treasure. You know, to say uh, a treasure hunt is a bit, you know, taking away all of the awesomeness of Destiny, but in the pursuit of the Queen's loot, if you will, her treasure, it would be cool if that's some type of, like, really, <clears throat> how can I say, up close and personal uh, uh, situation where you're going in and the loot is actually conquering, the treasure is not actually treasure, but it's actually masked in some mini-boss. So if, the, if, if in Destiny there are, like, these mini-bosses that once you kill them, you uh you you like rank up and you are a part of that queen's because not to talk about not to bring in other games but I'm thinking about Dust Five and Four and how you can level up and how you can um be rewarded uh with with ranks uh, uh, reputation and then, right and then you can be basically this I don't want to say rogue because this game is very team based but you your squad can be like still team six. And you guys are like renowned for <laughs> exploits. I'm serious. I mean, you guys are renowned for these exploits that yeah, no one it's like else reputation. could do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That would be cool if it's if it's if they add that to the mix of just outside of just oh, we killed the queen, we got our loot. That's a bit like stale. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it's, it's, how, it's how you lay it out, though. It's how you lay it out. Hmm. Yeah, that would hmm. be cool. I'm wondering though too. I mean. You know, they keep talking about how the world will change when you're not there. But, like, what if this right. is something you do? You accomplish this, and then you you got it on lockdown. This is where I thought you were going with what you were just saying, Derek. But then you kind of went off in another area. But, like, what if, like, okay, the four of us, the Guardians of Destiny, we took over this vault. It's ours. All right. Somebody else somewhere in the world, a group of guys, their quest isn't necessarily going for the queen. It's go take out the Guardians of Destiny's vault. And they have to go and... Take well, the okay. back. See, so, okay, like, Mark, so then the world answer. changes, right? Because if we're not there to defend it, when we come back, and we'll be getting notifications on our mobile devices and all that stuff telling us that this is happening, we got to go oh, back and get God. it back. You got me tripping. Is there, is there, wow, that would be. Is there <laughs> enough? I mean, there's going to be millions and millions of people playing this game. Is there enough Queens spots like the that? Well, well, that's the <laughs> thing. Yeah. But see, that's the way this yeah. game appears to be it's built, gonna, is that it's. Right. It, it's like matchmaking. I mean, there's literally matchmaking so happening in the background. It's like, okay, well, the Guardians of Destiny, and then there's this okay. other group of guys who seem to always play together, and they're all kind of in the same area. So, eh, let's matchmake them up. So it's kind of okay. We're going. So it's built for you, like if you do own a certain, like basically, if you're like the king of the hill of a certain spot, it's kind of built for you not to hold on to it for a long time. Probably, yeah. Yeah, unless you're really skilled. Unless you're right. Unless you, you know, don't shut your freaking Xbox off. Like, wow. no. Again, this is all speculation. So, but <laughs> this is <laughs> this is what we're here for. That's what right? we got to do. Yeah, <laughs> this is great, man. So, but how awesome would that be? That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Definitely. That'd be cool. It would be cool. now. The other and thing too, the this picture one, brings up, man, cool. is if this is gold that's kind of in the background. Yeah. There's currency then in this game, which is a staple of all MMOs, and I mean, you would assume there has to be. Some sort of currency in this game. Like um, old world relics are a currency. Like, yeah, like what's Kind of like, you know, like in Fallout where it's like the old... Uh, Bottle caps. Uh, pre-war army. 
Oh, yeah. Pre-war yeah. money, I'm sorry. <laughs> so next up was the uh, hilarious picture of, of uh, the four guys on stage at the PlayStation Awkward. 4 event. One is Mario right. O'Donnell, and, uh, you know, I mean, they just basically shed light on the fact that the internet was running wild about this. And they posted up the meme that was up there of, of the four of them on stage, and it says, we have no idea what to do with our hands. And <laughs> I, I mean, I even, when they came on stage, even, I remember thinking to myself, like, what are these guys doing? Like, they just look <laughs> hilarious. Well, they do. Unless you've been in that situation, which none of us have been, like, I don't want to make too much fun. But, yeah, it was, the the awkward meter was off the charts. And yeah. Oh, my God. Well, what's funny, man, was everybody else up to that point, it was one person that walked on stage. Mm-hmm. So if just one of them had come out, that would have been fine. But, like, you know, nobody else said a word. So, like, <laughs> what's the point? I mean, right. great, Marty O'Donnell, that's awesome. He is, you know, one of the greatest video game composers of all time, arguably the best. Right. But yeah. just putting his face out there, it, you don't need to do that. We know Destiny is going to be good. So yeah. that was just hilarious. <laughs> and in great, in a great Destiny fashion, or uh, Bungie fashion, at the bottom of the update, they actually had the whole staff all put on sports coats and just take this massive photo of every single one of them standing there with their hands out of their pockets, which is just classic. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, I mean, you get normally you'll get like one awkward person up there, but the fact that all four of them, it's like they planned it. It's like, hey, let's all wear the same thing and stand up there doing the same thing. It's like, no. But I agree, Chris. The fact that they can make fun of themselves is it's why awesome. they're, yeah. why they're <laughs> No doubt. It's awesome. Uh, let's see. Some other big things to pull from there was some stuff about pre-orders. Uh, somebody asked about, um, it says your pre-order homepage tells of some exclusive incentives available now to reward first players who reserve their copies of the game. What kind of incentives are these in game or otherwise? Um, and they answered that at GameStop and EB Games Canada, you can actually get, uh, right now a poster that has artwork Yay. of the traveler over earth on one side. And on the other side, it has the fallen. Um, and then some retailers outside of the U S have the traveler, art uh but on the b side is uh the cabal so uh which is pretty awesome the cabal poster looks really good even the fallen one does too it's like a close-up shot um of right. them. but other than that they said they're not really officially announcing um in terms of content right now it's just kind of these hmm. outside the game things yeah. but amazon which this is kind of i mean i guess it's cool but amazon if you do it you get a digital wallpaper with the logo okay which right. okay right know. that's nice you know what it's funny because like I'm, you, you guys know I'm a big e-commerce guy. I love downloading games digitally. You know what I'm saying and playing them. I love that. I just love. It. But with Destiny, there's certain games, and Destiny is going to be one of those games where I have to have a physical copy of this. I want, all, I want the game. I, I want my little guardian statue because yeah. I believe I'm truly a guardian. Oh my gosh, sleep with a guardian pillow. It's ridiculous. I have to have my guardian poster. I want my guardian like stuffed animal. Game. You know what, Derek? Like, I, you know what I mean? I, the weird I have thing to is. Have that. It's it's almost like you know me and like CDs. Like there was a time where, you know, when iTunes was slowly coming into to the world, and I'm like, I don't think I'll ever do that. Like uh-huh. I always want a hard copy of a CD, and okay. I, right now I still feel the same way about video games. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's going to change. But yeah, like, you're, you're right, right, Chris. Like, you're right, man. I, yeah. I, I want that hard copy of uh, a video this, game. And this is one uh, of them. And slowly I started changing to only like my favorite bands. I would buy their albums. I don't even do that anymore. So. <laughs> With this, right. I don't know. Like, but this isn't coming out for another year, right? And in, in that year, am I not going to want this hard copy? Right now, I'm going to say no. But who knows okay. what's going to happen next year? But yeah, 
it's it's strange, dude. I don't know if it's going in that direction. But, yeah. Well, it is going in that direction. But, but for me personally, the, I don't know. Yeah, the worst thing about not buying uh, hard copies, like going to the game <laughs> store, of course, going at midnight. And I always said that, like, opening up that plastic on the way home and just right. smelling it. <laughs> you do smell it. You're weird, though. Dude, hey, I, I guess I'm a little watch, weird on that's it. Right. But, that's dude, real, but man. seriously, I, I, I bet people scene. don't even realize it, but, like, you just opening that Destiny game case and just be like, oh, oh man, oh. the smoke comes from it. <laughs> yeah. and, and then that music plays. And you over I've heard they're spraying these with perfume, too, every single oh, game. I bet they are. Every single so, one, yeah. I'll wear Marty it. O'Donnell I'll tell perfume. you what, though. <laughs> if, if Destiny comes in a purple box, if Destiny comes in a purple box, I'm not getting it. Oh, um, more foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh, we'll get Lord. to it. We're gonna we're gonna get to that. Just wait. Just wait. Uh, let's see. One of the biggest things. This is a great question. One of the biggest things from this update was the question: What differences will there be between current gen and next gen versions of the game? And the answer was, we've been planning for multiple hardware platforms from the very beginning. And while we can't get into the minute technical details of each console, we're fully committed to delivering our full vision for Destiny on every console we ship. So, full confirmation that, yes. And he goes on to list PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360 right now. So we know probably whatever the next gen is. But um, that's great, man. From the get-go, 360 PS3 owners... For this first iteration of Destiny, you are getting the full vision. That's uh, good. Awesome. Which is big. That's awesome. Yep, yeah, it that's is. big. I mean, I would assume, you know, some of the, like he says, the minute details for each. Obviously, the PlayStation 4 with streaming and being able to save gameplay. That's more of a uh, system level yeah. type addition, right. not necessarily the game itself. Right, so the system right. will be doing that, but like, you know, Bungie's not building that in unless they're doing something similar to like the Forge where you could go in there and kind of record all your clips and that, which right. they may be doing. Um, but and it's, it's yeah. big for them to do that because there's. I was thinking about that, you know. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to. I want this game as soon as it comes out, and I'm sure everybody's gonna thinking that, and nobody wants to wait for, no. like, if they have one of the new consoles. So it, it benefit them obviously to make yeah. it available of that cross platform. Of course, the looks gonna look better on the new consoles. Yeah, yeah. 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 and that's what like he says that. about I'm the, the right new technical I'm, stuff, yeah, which is all that. I don't, yeah, I, I, and, and when you say minute, and that's a nice nice choice word to use, you know, because there's a, you know, huge install base of current-gen consoles. You have to approach, the, approach it that way, you know, but, you know, for those who want that better experience, I'm going to say, I shouldn't use the word better, but no, 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 I'm going to use better. Like connect better? I, I, no, it's going to be better on next Could gen. Be. I, I, I think we I, need to clarify every time what? we say better, it's like better, not connect better. That connect better. Right. Yeah, yeah. Next gen. Definitely next gen is going to okay. be the way to go. Okay. I'm excited about next gen. And yeah. then one more piece I want to pull here from this was somebody asked, how cooperative has Activision been with Destiny and Bungie? Because, again, you know, some of the concern has been people look at Activision as the devil, you know, as this <laughs> terrible guy. company, when in reality, you know, I mean, the games they put out, people love and, and are so passionate about them. And the answer was their passion for games has been apparent every step of the way, but it's not our job to sell you on the merits of Activision. Our priority is shipping the best experience we exactly. can. Activision is fully aligned with that goal. Right. So, Activ- yeah. you know, you <laughs> hear something like that, and all you can think about is like the Bungie, or not the Bungie, the Activision Blizzard relationship oh, yeah. and how you know you think about it knowing the way activision is and how they like to put out games every single mark. year like 
Guitar Hero and Call of Duty and Tony Hawk. <laughs> but then you look at what they did with Blizzard, Diablo 3, we had this just massive hole for years because they know right. in the end that product's going to be quality. And you can say, and I know people out there are like, Diablo 3, quality, yeah, right. But if for what it is, you know, they, they had their faith in Blizzard, and they just let them do their thing. And yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're kind of going that same route with Bungie, because they know route. their history and the products they've put out in the past, so they're just like, take your time. Put take it your out. Time. Put it we'll out. print money. Just take your time. We exactly. our investors will be happy. Just We'll print it. We'll print that money. Just when it when it's ready. Print <laughs> <laughs> that money, baby. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so that was pretty much it for that update. You know, there was uh, some good stuff in there. Uh, and then this past Friday, DJ put up another update, busting into the mail sack called the March of the Mail Sack update. And this one started off with I had seen this around the net this past week, a video uh, by this guy Andrew, and it must be his his uh, I guess hobby where he creates. Uh, weapons from like sci-fi movies and sci-fi games and the the video opens with him just on this wall and you can just see you know weapons from halo mass effect all these different things and he made the destiny concept rifle from the vidoc and in the video he says he did it in less than 24 hours from when the initial vidoc released and this thing is unbelievable did you guys watch the video if you haven't seen the video you need to watch it and is it functioning no, it's just styrofoam. He said he okay. actually makes it out of styrofoam. Uh, I was going to say, I just it out. 24 hours. It's oh, my God, man. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> having the wall that's behind this guy. Like, it right. is just awesome. So if you haven't seen it's that, awesome. yeah, go over, check out our thread. Um, we have the – it's up on our site and, of course, on the Bungie.net update. It's the March of the Mail Sack update. You'll see it's the very first thing that pops up. Check out yeah, that video. Probably, he'll probably cool. get something from Bungie for that. Like, they do crap like that. Like, they'll see that and they'll give him, like – not an advanced copy, but they'll like let this kid into the beta because he <laughs> yeah. made a crazy gun. You know, that would be awesome. Yeah, they actually gave him a little bit of flack saying that he stole their stuff. So Did they, they really? They want their stuff back. <laughs> We're just, just kidding, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's awesome. was uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> and let's see, some of the other stuff um, that was pulled out of here was um, the idea of creating a new universe. And this question was um, thrown over to Dave Monaghan. He's one of the senior writers on the game. And uh, this quote is just, I love this quote. It's, it's great. It says, what is the scariest part about creating a new universe? And his answer is, the best sci-fi fantasy blows people's minds while still resonating with them on a deeper, universally relatable level. The entire team at Bungie has spent years figuring out how to best marry these two ideals into one wholly compelling experience. It's been daunting to say the least. But releasing it to the wild, that is the terrifying part. Right. So, so yeah, and you know, what, like, and you think about it, if you're on that, if you're on Bungie's team, and and you've worked on Halo for the past however many years, it's got to be so hard not to want to fall back into those like Halo tendencies when you're creating something brand new. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I know everybody does it. You 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 get set in a certain way no matter what you're doing, and when you want to create something brand spanking new. You you're obviously going to draw off things that you've done in the past, but at the same time you don't want to do that because right. you want right. something brand new. And it had to be so tough for them to not relate to Halo in any way for yeah. this game. I don't know. I'm sure they did it, but you think so? You think so? You really think so? Do I think that they? It was well, hard I mean, for them not to relate. I think it was hard for them not to 
think of Halo and want to incorporate what they've done in Halo in, in a brand yeah. new game. I, I do. For as long as they've worked on, on that game, I, I think it... And yeah. maybe somewhere in there, there are, you know, Nuggets. Uh, references of, of it here and there. But for the, you know, Skyrim mm-hmm. times 20... Times a thousand. I'm sure there's something there, but uh, I just—it's got to be a daunting task to say we're going to create something completely new, and then on day one be like, "Well, we did this in Halo," and then be like, "No, we can't do that. This is what we're doing. We're doing something new." That's the thing with Halo, man. You know, Halo was a kind of not to say it's bite-sized because I mean, there's obviously fiction outside of the games now. I mean, that has become this whole universe based off the books and. You know, uh, just all the the movies and videos and stuff that are out there. But um, that was like a bite-sized story of Master Chief. And then they kind of yeah. built everything mm-hmm. around it. Where what they're going into with Destiny is every person is their own Master Chief, basically. You know, it's it's like... Yeah. in And that's within the fiction of the game. Like, when we all played Halo, we all played as that one same character. Where with this, it's right. like... You are creating your, your own, own character right. and creating your own story. So you had to build a universe around that. So I mean that's just yeah. I can't, I can't imagine what what that entailed, um, but you know supposedly he, he's saying that they they just can't wait to see where it goes basically and that it has been daunting, uh, but they definitely can't wait to to get it out now. The next question was about uh, the backstory and it says how much backstory and lore can we expect in Destiny? And this came from Eric Robb. He's a managing editor uh, and he used to actually work for Tor Books, who are they're a company that puts out a lot of fantasy and, and sci-fi books. And only the only thing he said in regards to how much backstory was two uh, two sentences. He said, "Generations worth. Good luck uncovering it all." That's <laughs> wow. yeah, so, Mister wow. Rob, wow. your challenge has been accepted yeah. because we are covering it all. That's, right. That's our job, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'll lure I'll lure nerd people out of this place. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, You're good with that stuff, Wads. You're good oh, with I'm the really good with it. I like it. Yeah. Like, like the. It just it speaks to me just like I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I just right, know dude. about it because I love it. I love it strengthens I the experience, it. man. It, it makes exactly. your experience that much better as you play these games. Yeah. And it, and and the th- the thing is, the way I work is I could retain lore like it's the back of my hand, but I if I study for a test in school, I'll forget it the next day. And that's how my brain works. So right. I'm excited. I'm excited and that's that's what I keep thinking of is Star Wars, and obviously you know Watts is big Star Wars guy, like anybody that knows anything about Star Wars knows that uh, George Lucas wrote the second three movies before the first three. So is that what they did? Did they start with just, like you said, generations worth of a story before, like, what we get is actually the game, which, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I mean, don't doubt us, dude. It seems, sounds like he's, like, saying good luck, like, uncovering all that. Like, oh, there's some people will do there. it. Yeah, Watts will do it by himself. Yeah, there's, and, there, <laughs> yeah. and there's people that will find flaws in the the lore, and they're going to exactly. be like, "Oh, yep. It's crap!" Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. The next question was regarding the aliens, and just saying, "What's your favorite alien uh, in the game?" And they kind of broadcast that out to a bunch of the Bungie staff. And some of the answers, uh, I want to pick out two of them. One came from David Canlin. He's one of the senior artists, and he said, "The Vex." He said, they are unlike any enemies I fought in other games. The fiction behind them is really fascinating, which in turn creates one of the coolest deaths in the game. Hmm. Really? Okay. Speculation. What do you think that could be? I mean, how could you possibly... I don't know. It's been rumored, supposedly, that these guys are possibly time-traveling enemies of some mm-hmm. type. 
So it almost makes me wonder, like, is their death somehow tied into that? Or somehow when they die... That's maybe hmm, you can never actually kill them, and they always sacrifice themselves like at the last second. Like there's there's cool (laughs) there's like deaths where it always it always brings me back to where I can't think of the enemy name, but it's it's the Sentinel from the Future in the X Men animated series. I'm getting a little nerdy here. It's Nimrod. That's his name. So when you shoot him, like he repairs itself. I want something like that to, or just like in uh, Dead Space. Dead Space, the regenerators, say, yeah. and all the exactly. other. I think Dead Space yeah. Two, they're in it too. Dead Space Two, yeah. Where it's just like you can't kill it, so you just got to manage it. You got to keep managing it throughout the level or the area. That that's an interesting death because theoretically, they can't die. Or the type of death where you shoot it and it like becomes like old, like it's like ah like ages in front of you because like you said it's time driller. Like there's so many cool deaths that can be imagined. That would be and, sick. Wow. And I like if they that. yeah, or just like with the warp technology like with uh, Protoss. Protoss mm-hmm. don't die, they just warp back dead yep. to where they originated from. Mm. So there's there's so many things that they I like I wanted to I wish I was in that meeting just as a like fly in the wall. We just have a ta- a t- round table of developers be like, "All right, let's think of some cool deaths here." It's like <laughs> Watts would be on it. Watch, you should have been in there. Watts was like, yeah, uh, I got to be in there, buddy. Yeah. yeah. That would have been sick. Uh, let's see. This next one was um, from Irk, and he was very, very um, – trying to see what the best way to describe this is. Let me read it to you. And you'll hear it. He says, I fell in love with The Fallen all the way back in 2009, partly because there's just something wonderful about the idea of a nomadic race of once noble houses now scattered to the solar winds. Partly because there's something primordial and instantly terrifying about squaring off against an unpredictable fallen captain, his tattered crimson cape draped over a set of force, blade, and angular arms that bristle with sleek firepower. Very uh, well said, I think, on that one. (laughs) Now, if you remember the fallen, they're the ones that are on that poster that you can get at GameStop where they have that very, almost like Predator-looking face, but multiple glowing eyes. And then they also have the four appendages. Mm-hmm. Um, that are out there. So, and they're they're the ones you see also in that picture, kind of on that snowy tundra with the spider tank yep. in the background. Right. So, yeah. They look awesome. Little bit going, kind of going in too, saying yeah. that they're a nomadic race of once noble houses scattered. Ooh. So, you know, where are they from? Who do they represent? What uh, are they kind of just all over the place? Like, wh- who's the race in Mass Effect that's on the floating flotillas? Uh, Quarians. Yeah, something like that where they have no home. They're just spread out kind of all over yeah. and just for some reason have found a home in our galaxy. And are, Take uh, what they want. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Very well said there. Um, let's see. Another question came up about addressing all audiences. It said, how will you be addressing all player audiences within Destiny? And they said, you can't make everyone happy all the time. But with Destiny, we're reaching out to gamers who love heart-pounding actions set in a world worthy of heroes. If that suit of armor fits you, here's some speculative content. And uh, Luke Smith says, Sometimes shooting aliens is blaming relaxing, and sometimes shooting aliens is stressful and intense. We're going to accommodate both sides of the coin. <laughs> Destiny will have activities for every mood. So, Awesome. Okay. Ambitious. okay. Ambitious. There's no comment for that. It's just like... I mean, really? <laughs> okay. You know, like, I need, I need to have a cigarette always... after that. What's that? I, like, I need a cigarette after that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. 
that just speaks to what they've been saying. Like, we just keep getting the same stuff, and they're, they're pushing, pushing, like, this is for everybody. We want everybody to play this. And that's what they, for the first two weeks of all the info that we're getting, it's, they're drilling certain things into our head, and that's one of them. This is for everybody. Yep. Cool. You know, and, and again, that kind of plays into the idea of just, just being this massive universe where you can kind of just do what you want. Do whatever if, you want. If you want to go into firefights and go into mayhem and PvP, you know, fight other players, you can do that. Or if you just want to walk around um, and check out the surface of a planet, you'll be able to do that also. You play uh, like one... The Sims, like create a family and everything? Like, no, you can't. Warlock. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, where, where you build a house and then you put them in a pool yeah, exactly. and you put in a la- yeah. ladder in the pool and they can't climb out and then they die. Yeah. yeah. You, you build four walls around them and let them sit there and then they die because they can't eat. Zoo right. tycoon. You can't do that. You can zoo tycoon. Yeah. Or, so, or start a fire and then, yeah, with four walls and <laughs> no windows. <laughs> now you can see how we all play The Sims. Doesn't everybody play The Sims that way? I mean, who really plays The Sims the right way? I right? really played The Sims. I had like a family. I took notes. Just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. Let's see. Yeah, no, he's not. Next up is what's Bungie's favorite thing to do in Destiny? And uh, a couple of these things were uh, kind of neat, but one that kind of stood out was this was from Nate Hawbaker. He's one of the associate technical artists. And he says, sit on the shores of time on Venus and watch other guardians run through, leaving behind a body count. So, number one, Ooh. we now know there's a location on Venus called Shores of Time. But then also right. the fact that he's able to just sit there, again, like we were just talking about, kind of do what you want, and just watch other people go by. So, this is the game kind of procedurally putting those people into your game to see that. Hmm. And he's just watching. Watching the main But he said, he said, body the count. Body, watch the body count. That's what's Dude, That's like <laughs> PvP. Is that so, PvP? Yeah, that's he's true. like watching mayhem take place. Wow, we can do that? Oh, I mean, there God. could be, Dude. you know, you don't know what kind of enemies are in that area. So it could just be these respawning right. enemies that are maybe or, ridiculous. Or I hope there's some griefing them. areas where it's like, oh, <laughs> PVPs in this area. You better become prepared because someone's just definitely going to be coming right. griefing some players. Yep. That'd be mm. awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then one more. This was Kevin Hart. He's one of the associate artists. He said to camp out in the social areas, helping people get to their next destination. So there are social hubs in the game. And I think that brings up the question. I think we know it has pretty much been confirmed, right? That this, this is a six-player co-op. I think you can have six people in your party. Somewhere, I want to say that I've read that. Um, I didn't hear but that. then when you have these social areas, what does that look like? Is that like an MMO hub city? Like The only thing I could think of, Watts, was like, Almost like the original huh. Guild Wars, where you have those initial areas, and then yeah. when you go to the different areas, then those become instanced, and that's kind of where everybody goes. But in those social areas, there's 50, 60, 100 people, whatever it is. Wow. Um, hmm. I don't know if that'll be the case, Probably. you know? Now, in these areas, you think they'll allow you to just team up with new groups of people and I go out? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Be cool. It might be cool if it's like a marketplace as well, where you can just like you know it's a, a, a what do you call it? like a little small city hub where you go in and you're with everyone, but at the same time there's like markets around that area where you can go with and no grab. voice chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thousand people just be like, ah, I got a new <laughs> weapon for sale, and then you have the little kids get yelled at by his mom. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be, cool. be some awesome. sort of. Uh... You know, fix to that with the voice chat where you kind of look at somebody and you hit a button to, you know, accept voice chat, 
disallow voice chat or whatever. They, I mean, that's one of the hard things about MMOs, and that's why there never really is voice chat built into those games because it's it's tough to do that for that very reason. Yeah. Why? Well, you go into a city and people are just screaming into the microphone. Everybody's trying to talk at once. Right, right. Um, Some of them have it, but it's it's a lot of a lot of times it's uh, whatever you call it, proximity. The yeah, proximity mm-hmm. which I mean, Halo right. Halo Two had that where there was proximity. Yeah. Um, as you got mm-hmm. near the other team, you could just yell at them. Which I used to do. Yeah, that. that was that, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So that I guess that's it for the update. Uh, so there was two good updates. So Bungie, please keep those coming out. DJ, I know you're listening. Please, please keep those coming out because it, uh, it's fantastic to just get those little bits and nuggets from Bungie. Uh, let's see. Venture Beat had a very nice article with Pete Parsons. He's Bungie's COO, the Chief Operating Officer. And um, in the interview, uh, there were a couple neat questions I want to just quickly hint on here. One was, uh, speaking about the game, he said um, that they have to give a lot of the credit to Jason Jones. And he's the one that we keep seeing um, appearing whenever they talk about the game. He's the guy that was on the PlayStation 4 reveal for the game that was was talking there. And he says, Destiny is very much a product of everybody at Bungie. but J- And he's referring to Jason Jones here. But its inception comes from Jason Jones. This is very much his vision. Then he gathers a small group of really talented people who have been here a long time, and they begin hammering on it. it had multiple incarnations until it finally landed at what it is today. Hmm. So, one guy. Wow. He's kind of saying that, you know, yeah. we all kind of came around. However, <laughs> it was really Jones that kind of came up with a lot of this. So that That's really uh, at, uh, honorable, man, to, to, to even hear them give that type of heavyweight credit to one person. Because, one you know, guy. a project – exactly, man. A project this big – you know, it's like, well, we're not going to just pinpoint one guy as the visionary director mindset originator of this. It's our game. And it, it is, rightfully so. But that is just amazing. That's the I always like hearing about, like, how much, yeah, it was his vision. But I just, I would love to talk to him and see what his vision was and how much it's it's changed. It's you know, Because when, yeah. when you hand right. it off to other people, like, they always improve it most of the time. So what was his initial thinking? Like, this is what I'm sure he had the overview. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, and this, this, this. And then when he passes it off to that awesome team, they were like, yeah. oh, we can do this. And he's just like, oh, my God, that's even better than what I thought. Yeah, I would just I love to see where it started <laughs> and do you, where it is now. Do you think that this has, I mean, I think it does, but do you guys think it has the potential of going the Halo route of being of having novels done after it? Like oh, yeah, it? man. I mean, they got generations of lore that yeah, that quote yeah, we just explore. read. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. <clears throat> I even After see even before this thing launches, we're probably gonna have one or two books out before just kind of really build this do. thing up. You think before? Really yeah, be they good, did that man. with well, That'd no, they didn't do that with Halo. They didn't do that with Halo. Mass Effect did that. Mass Effect had a book out to kind of introduce everybody to to the world. Um, I hope they do yeah. it. I mean, it would be smart to do that because it helps you know kind of shed light on a lot of what's in there and yeah. you know yeah. Like I said, you know, when you play these games and you have that concept of the lore and the idea, it just makes the whole experience more immersive. So mm-hmm. it was, it was right, right. A book. I'm looking forward to a book. Before I, I want to read a book that talks about these different locales that are mysterious and scary or exciting and bright, and the sun pierces through the crack, and that's the only way you can enter into <laughs> it. And so then when you jump into the game, you're like, wow, I read this. I was here before. You know what I mean? I. I I want that. That would be cool if we had that experience as well. That would yep. be awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. The next thing they were kind of asking him about what it was like after they left um, Microsoft and kind of passed Halo off to 343. And um, he yeah. just said that there was one moment, uh, and, and what it was like kind of 
going into Destiny, kind of going into a new game and a new universe, and he said that there was one image that basically sold him on the game that was created, and he just said, that's it. That's the game. That's the place I want to be. And um, game, VentureBeat asked him, is that image published? Do we know what that is? And he said, I don't know if it's ever been published. It was just this very striking image that had that feeling of, this is not purely a science fiction universe. It's not just about two big military industrial complexes smashing into each other. It's a place with myths and lore. There's a guy with sci-fi armor on, and yet he's got a rifle that looks like it's from an ancient desert somewhere. It was super wow. cool. Wow. Now, so awesome. I'm shaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nice. So it's not your standard affair, you know? Like he says, these just military-industrial complexes that you see. So is there going to be magic? What's that? They'll Not be magic? necessarily. Not necessarily. The traveler powers, Watts. Yeah. It's magic. It's it magic. magic. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah. Or just like Thor <laughs> just like Thor said in uh, Avengers, he's like or I think in his movie. It's like it's like so it's magic, it's like you people call it magic. What we call it's called science. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Like yeah, you don't know it, so you call it magic, but it's all science. It's all it's all it all can be explained. Yeah, no doubt. It's probably something like that. Watts finds funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, Watts. Yeah. It's funny to watch. <laughs> uh, let's see. He's asked about the leak and what he you know, thought about the leak happening. Because you remember late last year, this kind of all leaked out. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Some of the initial concept art in that. And he said, there's a leak happening. We can either say nothing or we can say yeah. Instead of looking at images that we didn't want you to see, let's give you one that we want you to see. And if you remember, Bungie actually pushed out an image on uh, Bungie.net. He says, so we released the picture of the fallen. When our community, who we love, reacts so positively to an image, oh my God, that's so great. That's a place I want to be in. I can't wait to learn more about that. We go from, oh man, to sweet. With, within less than half an hour, we were like, this is the course of action. Let's go. So yeah, they knew right that, away dude. just the way the community responded. That yeah, that they're doing like, yeah. reading that that was that was like my favorite part of that whole interview was right there, yeah. and that just speaks for what Bungie is. You know, they're just like, all right, well, this is what happened. We can either just say nothing, which so many people do, that drives me crazy because you know we just live in a world where information's available and it's gonna get found. Yeah, so right. this big denial, just I can't stand it. And they were yeah. just like, no, well, all right. It happened. We don't know how it happened, but let's give them something even better. I love uh, that. That is so awesome. And and the, it wasn't just like, well, let's give them something because, oh, well, oh, crap, it's out. So let's just put it out. But it was like, no, like, all right, something's out there. We'll give you something even better right. and enjoy it. I yeah. love that. I think I there's, a, uh, there's a there's also a sense of nervousness or anticipation, I should say, on Bungie's part of, okay, let's give them something. And hopefully, you know, that unspoken rule of, oh, God, we really hope they like it, you know, and then the response that they got was positive. And so it's like, okay, let's just rip open this whole book of concept right. art and break them off. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Right. And one final piece I want to comment okay. here uh, from Parsons interview was when he was asked about the idea of working on a new platform. And uh, he said, we came out with Bungie.net in 2004 and it was revolutionary. Now we're saying, how do we make sure that we can connect you wherever you are and whatever your mood to the Destiny universe. That meant a big exploration of mobile. I think they showed you the user testing lab next door. The very first thing that was tested in that lab was mobile. We've made some big investments there because we think that as awesome as stats and groups and messaging and all those things are, we just think there is so much more there. 
when we're building a universe that has so many more stories and so much more depth, there are too many stories to tell just inside of that. So he mentioned prior to that a little (laughs) bit about PlayStation 4 and how it's neat to be working on those new platforms, but then instantly started talking about the mobile space. And to hear him talking about mobile and just saying, yeah, stats and messaging is great, but that's not all there needs to be. So pretty much everything that we have right now in terms of mobile connections to games are that. Stats. And you can kind of message your friends, Call of Duty Elite. You can kind of play with your loadouts. But to know and hear him talking about stories, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's great. Great. (laughs) That's what what we want. Right, like, and, and, and so, Mark, what do you think, like, okay, story, so we're being, as Guardians, updated on these stories, and as we're updated on these stories, it's like, oh, wow, I'm sitting here at work, I check my smartphone, I'm like, huh, I never knew about mm. that, that, uh, how could you say, that uh, location or what have you, wow, that's going on over there, boom, hey, hey, Watts, text you, hey, Watts, we gotta go over to the, so- <laughs> the digger system, right? <laughs> yeah. <Because> this- <laughs> This, yeah. this is going on over there, man. Did you get the update? Like, wow, really? No, I didn't get it. Okay, boom. And we just I'm jump hoping the game. that's we what it is, Eric. There. I'm hoping. Oh, man. And then we Mark, giggle in the sunset. He... Yeah, man. Again, the wife killer, right? Didn't we say that? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, girlfriend killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> girlfriend, <laughs> wife, significant other killer. Yeah. What oh, have you. So, that's awesome, yeah. man. I mean, and we knew that they were going to be committed to mobile. I mean, they show that in the first video doc. Um, but the fact, again, to hear him mentioning stories and kind of downplaying what mobile has been to this point, the stats in that yeah. is just very, very exciting. Um, so that's it pretty much for the updates. So, you know, please, please keep those updates coming. Um, next thing I want to mention is the beta testing, which as far as we know right now, you know, there there is no announced beta, but we know they are internally um, testing the game. Sure. And we know that because through Twitter, Bungie posted, we're already testing Destiny with a small sampling of Brave subjects. And right after that, they hashtagged Bungie Beta and then put a link to their beta testing page on Bungie.net. So, I would assume, especially this game being an online game in an online world, they're going to want to get this thing out in the wild and test it as best they can. So, I recommend everybody make sure you've gone to, because you have to go to Bungie.net and basically apply to be a beta tester there's a bunch of things they kind of have you do ask you a bunch of questions in that uh, you can find it on our page just um you'll see our update it's just called beta testing could be coming and it's there or you can just go to bungee.net and um you can find the link i'm sure somewhere on there if you search for it but did you guys sign up are you guys beta testers oh, yeah. yeah and why are we plugging that because it be. takes away from the chances <laughs> of me i know right <laughs> but nice no, good stuff yeah yeah we got to do that we got to get it out there we got to get everybody as many people into this game as possible <laughs> Uh, let's see. There was another posting this week by Best Buy saying that there's going to be a Q&A with some developers. They didn't mention who the, who they are, but a live developer chat on Thursday, April 4th at 9 p.m. So still a little bit of ways off. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, what, about a month away from yep. that. But, you know, we'll be all over it, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it here on Guardian Radio and putting a bunch of posts up. So uh, the link is up on our site also. So if you go, just search out our post about Best Buy. And uh, I think the people that are actually doing it, uh, what are they called? Uh, live, Cover It Live is going to be doing it. So, and you know, I don't know even how you're going to be able to ask questions to that developer, whether it's something that you're just going to be able to um, kind of log into a chat room or what. Uh, but I'm sure a lot of it will be coming out. I'm sure DJ will keep us updated in the weekly update on how you'll be able to do that. 
So that about wraps it up for news, guys. Um, Let's move on to our next bit, our topic segment, called Pillars of Destiny. Pillars of Destiny. All right, so this week we wanted to do classes for our Pillars of Destiny. And, you know, of course, there isn't a lot out yet about the classes. I mean, we just kind of a handful of things, some concept art and that. Uh, But I want to dive into some of this because we have to start talking about this at some point. Um, so as you know, we are playing as guardians in this game. And as of right now, three have been confirmed and a fourth potential class, maybe an advanced class has been announced, but we'll get to that one a little bit later. Let's start off with the hunter and the hunter is described as, uh, a guardian who uses stealth to kill his or her enemies and that they, from what we know from some articles, they have access to this unique weapon called the fate of all fools, which that was mentioned in an article. And some people are thinking it's just unique to the hunter class. Uh, personally, I think it's more just, that's just some unique loot that they found, um, in the game. But when you look at the screenshot, the one that we were given was a female hunter and she has, um, basically like some sort of rifle in her hand and she has her capes flowing and, um, just looking <laughs> badass. Um, mm. What do you guys think of the hunter class? I mean, it, it seems like it's more of a some sort of maybe sniping class. Somebody who's going to go out there more as a sniper and stealthily right. kill. Sounds people. like my type of class. It's this type of. I'm more of the stealth approach guy when I play games anyway, and so I see this person uh, having a way of reaching you across the battlefield without leaving, without giving away their presence. Uh, will there be some type of cloaking mechanisms involved? Sure, Bungie's going to do that for us. Yes, they heard it here first. They're going to make them cloak. Absolutely. Uh, And also equip them with an amazing way to sneak up on you and give off a savage melee. Yes. That would be wonderful. Two to the back of the head. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Yeah, I like sniping. I just suck at it. Right. (laughs) Especially in bungee games. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. but but I think they'll oh, be more but more balanced too. They won't be just a sniper. There'll be like you know two two primary weapons. You know I can get up close and personal with a battle rifle or from a distance I can you know dispatch you. Yeah. yeah. The only way I'll do it is if there's like if I can snipe you and you're on another planet. If I can zoom in that far to another planet. <laughs> that would be, be awesome. amazing if they. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Where'd that come yeah. from? Oh, that just came from Venus. No big deal. Yeah, now, one, of the, one of the neat things about the three classes we've been given is that they kind of fill that Holy Trinity role of MMOs where you have like a DPS class, a tank class, and kind of your magic or healer dealing class. And the hunter, I would say, falls into that DPS, kind of being stealth. And then we could tell that they're probably going to be somebody who is just, you know, giving out a lot, a lot of damage, but you're going to be fast and kind of be able to get out there. So, Watts, they almost seem like it's like a roguelike um yeah. class right i guess that'd probably be the best analogy you could throw to just the yeah, regular MMO they're, classes yeah they're just they're just high dps low durability and they're not gonna be hopefully if it if it if it does fall in the holy trinity thing where they're not gonna be the ones right up in the action taking most hits they might be behind doing quick little stabbies do a snipe in the back of the head type of thing that'd be cool yeah so yeah we'll definitely yeah. You always need that. It's like, like, it. yeah, you know, I know with game, like, Guild Wars, technically, there wasn't a Holy Trinity, but there's classes that fit the role. Like, you fit a role, no, no matter, I don't know if it's just game design or anything like that, there's always, in multiplayer games that have co-op matches, there's always roles that need to be filled. No, and, right. and if you want to design a, a way from it, or you want to design with it, either you can embrace it, or you don't. Like, embrace the dark side, or you run away from it. 
Like there always has to be someone that has to try to take all the damage. There's one that has to try to deal all the damage, and there's one person that's ha- wants to maintain that. So keeping that dude that keeps getting damage or preventing that one dude from not taking damage. So yeah, there's always uh, some stuff like that, which is good. And uh, until we don't know how the gameplay is, but. It's. I have a feeling it's going to tend to that way. It might not be really defined like in WoW, where like someone's just taunting and someone's supporting. But I think it's going to lean more towards that. And the hunter definitely feels that. That DPS that role, role, yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's see. The second one up is the warlock, and the warlocks is are described as being able to wield the power of spells to complement their weapons and <laughs> overpower their enemies. They have a long flowing cape, and we know these powers are given to them by the traveler. And from the concept art we've been given, looks like he has almost a some sort of like a pistol, almost like an SMG in his hand. Um, but over right. his left shoulder is a small orb that's floating, and uh, that kind of brought me back mm. to. And I know you guys love this game, little Fantasy Star Online with your uh, your mags, and that. But that's what those games you had a mag floating behind your back, and that gave you a lot of your abilities, and you kind of leveled that thing up, and that just helped you in the game, and. You know, I'm wondering if part of the way that the warlock gets its powers is that orb. Does the traveler give the warlock this orb, and that's where the power is coming? Or it's from. just it's not a piece of the whole, or something. You know, it's a piece of the what? It's like piece of the traveler. Like it's like, oh, I'll take a little bit of the skin, and that floats by me. Oh, oh that's oh. what's floating by you. Yeah, that would be cool. Something that like that. Cool. So, I mean, I would Every just speculate that's, that's probably where that orb is coming from. That that's from the traveler. You oh, know, yeah. that's not like a pet. Or anything like that. Um, it's probably what it is. You didn't, you didn't raise it from childhood. You didn't buy it at a pet store. You didn't buy, you didn't buy it at the floaty ball store. It's a Tamagotchi. Yeah. It's so the, what? I mean, I mean, in, in terms of the powers, what do you guys think? What type of powers could you have? You know, I mean, oh, obviously, can have some sort of damaging powers, and I would hope maybe some sort of healing. Right. Give me um, some support. Yeah, give me like damage boosting powers. Give me. Yeah. Give me, make like shield powers. Give me I, I, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think definitely some some medic type of abilities. You know, mm-hmm. healing your teammates. Uh, for some reason, the game really feels like it's going to be steeped in reality with a bit of, as you said, watch some some magic, a little magic. science, right? But I, yeah, some definitely some some uh, some medic uh, abilities. Uh, some maybe some levitation abilities. Um, but that's after you've played for a while and you've kind of leveled up your character, possibly. Uh, I don't know, some boost, some power boosting abilities. You know, you've grabbed or acquired some type of abilities where you can boost your teammates uh, as they're in battle. Um, I, I don't know. I just I just see the game. It has a real uh, steep to reality type of uh, flavor about it right now. Um, I'm not really thinking outside of the realm of, I shouldn't say reality, but that reality yet with something that seems like it could be real, like like we could actually do that today on some on some level. But pin, pinpointing what that is, it's kind of difficult for me right now. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't want to sound cheesy and be... I, don't, it's, I shouldn't say cheesy, but when I think of powers right now, you took me back to Borderlands 2 as far as what the... Um, what old girl could do with her powers and how she could do things or how... Um, <laughs> My man with the sword, you know, Mr. Ninja Man, could kind of like he could he could hologram himself out of himself and show himself in a different location. And as the enemies are going there, he could kind of flank and make and do you know amazing moves. That would I would I would love that. But how would that look in this Destiny world? That would be great. But I don't know. 
hmm. if that would apply. Yeah. Let's see. The next one up is the Titan, and they're pretty much going to be our combat level guys you can tell says the titans are the powerful mechanistic soldiers of the last city equipped with powerful weapons and indomitable advanced mech like suits of fiercely devastating power so these guys are just your tanks i mean when you go back to that holy trinity i mean they are just blazing with the with the weapons and wearing just this heavy heavy armor um so i mean if you could if you could pick one of these classes which one appeals to you most i mean derek you said clearly the hunter Uh, i would think you probably the warlock Right, yeah, I know you like the support classes generally. It's kind of what you. I love support class. I love helping people. It's like my. <clears throat> I know it sounds really weird, but I always like playing the medic. That's awesome. And yeah, and, yeah. and I know, the first Borderlands I played the, uh, soldier, and just <clears throat> spectating just so and the times you need it, and it's just it's always fun doing it. And I, that's the one that definitely caught my eye. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't I'll know. You, man, I, I definitely will never play the hunter because I hate yeah. rogue classes <laughs> and I hate sniper classes like Chris. I suck at it. And I mean, dude, from the concept art, for me right now, I would probably lean towards the Titan just because they just look man. I mean, just yeah, I mean, it says these mechanistic suits, and you can tell. I mean, it's just straight up armor on this guy you know the other ones have the capes which is cool as it is to run around and see your cape flowing in the wind oh make me a badass man i want to just put a big gun on my hand and let me just wreak havoc and that's kind of the the role of the titans kind of look like they're going to fill um yeah now the fourth class we mentioned earlier on in the ign article about the initial announcement of this um jones mentioned or staten mentioned i think about a vanguard class one of them having a vanguard class and you know nowhere else did we see this name pop up so part of the thing was okay well did ign kind of mess it up and accidentally put that but you know i would lean more towards the fact that it was <laughs> that it was stated and um this is kind of making people wonder okay well is this an actual fourth class or is this some sort of advanced class and then which advanced class would that kind of go towards and when you look at kind of the meaning of vanguard it's kind of those frontline people and, uh, you know, I guess that would just fit in with the Titan, right? Some sort of advanced just leveling route for the Titan. Just, again, becoming just a beast on the front lines and just mowing guys down. Um, cool. But uh, yeah. what do you guys think? I mean, you think it, it is that role, or are we going to have now a fourth class fourth one? officially announced? Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll have a fourth class announced. All with their so. independent yeah, weaknesses. Really. Yeah, Absolutely. How many sure, classes do you think we're gonna have? I mean, okay, let's say let's know. say that is a class and that's a fourth. I mean, with the world this big, Mark, I right, think there'll be. I, see, I think there're gonna be multiple classes from different like species or Earthlings, whatever they are. You know what I mean? Maybe six or seven or eight clans. They may issue out different clan updates as they did with <laughs> announcing new characters coming to PlayStation All Star. I mean, I don't see why they can't couldn't make this in a world this big with just four classes. Yeah, I hope I'm not getting ahead of myself, but that's just not enough. I right? totally agree. I think more it's going to be, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be more classes, but I think it's going to start off with the basic three, which is Hunter, Warlock, Titan, and then there's going to be a branch of either two or even three branches within that. That's just like in with your math, the skill tree. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just like in the skill tree yeah. with Borderlands. It's every class splits into three, but when you go into that split, your character becomes either like Vanguard or a right. heavy Devastator or Grenade Launcher dude. And in the Warhawk, you got the little nice Medic or you got the Dark Art 
Hmm. Dark so, Secrets of the Traveler. And again, that, that makes it more your character. That's, exactly. you know, you're specializing and it feels more like it's yours rather than just like, oh, there's another Titan. You know, there's 50 right. Titans running around in the social area. It's like, no, you're unique because you are a Vanguard. You're equipped with this armor. It just right. plays into that whole idea that this is your story and your yeah. character. Yeah. Um, would it be would it be would it be possible to to like they have the three base characters now that other characters that we're saying that they need to have does it make it like okay those three characters are the core base characters and then from there new characters evolve from that not by yeah. just right okay okay yeah that that's your sense. advanced classes so that's your, that would your be, advancing okay. yeah, I would assume but you never know how they do it because I know yeah. they typically don't want to f- I think they've stated that they don't want to follow that type of what they? I know they said something where so there was, was something about were, that, like the typical MMO level, yeah. basically. Is, is, yeah. So basically, yeah. it might not be that, but that's why they need to. That's why they need to have like a Sims, because then a Titan and a Vanguard can have a family, and give birth to a. Titan. a like, like Blade, like Blade, yeah, exactly. he's Daywalker. He's right. got the powers of both, but no and then weaknesses. You your own classes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Yeah, Destiny Sims, it's coming. It's coming. Somebody will mod it. It'll be out there. Bungie's laughing at that. (laughs) (laughs) They're laughing at, or they're worried because that was their big reveal next week. Right, and I just blew it. You blew it, man. Nice. Card of the Destiny. So as the show goes on, obviously we're going to, I'm sure, go back and revisit the classes because hopefully they'll, you know, slowly release information about each individual class and I'm sure part of our Pillars of Destiny will become just one specific class as that information. I want to ask a question on the Warlock quick because you were saying the Warlock use, well, we think that, or is it uh, set in stone? I don't know, like the the, the Warlock can use powers from the Traveler. Oh yeah, that's that's is, how it's that's confirmed. That's how it's described. Yeah, that the, the okay, traveler likely is. Does the traveler give that power, or do we kind of like tap into it and take it? And I the traveler's know. like, I don't know. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think so. that little ball that's floating behind it. That's what was given to that person from the traveler, and then okay. that thing is tapping into the traveler's powers. And that's there's where... so many questions on the traveler. I just don't know about like oh, exactly what is, what is it? You know, that's you're right. I don't know. Because that's what I was wondering when I read that. I'm like, well, maybe it doesn't want us to use that power and we you know all went all you know matrix and got inside it and started using the power and it doesn't want us to and we're going to piss it off and it's going to stop protecting everybody and i don't know and yeah or or it could even be bad like we don't even know what if what if the traveler like destroyed humanity and throughout all loss in time that we didn't know and it's just been chilling mm-hmm. there right thinking that it was our savior but hence it's, it's really like watching us for somebody it was else the corpse of a right. death machine sent back in time from right. some crazy race that didn't like doritos you know so we don't know <laughs> how you know <laughs> like we don't know like right. anything, wow. anything is that, that that could be true until we know i could totally see jason jones sitting down yeah. at that table at bungie saying all right guys i got an idea for the game right there's this big, massive thing, right? And you, the game is going to take place years after the game, right? But the whole idea is this thing came totally destroyed humanity. And you know why? Because like, Doritos. Doritos. Doritos, man. There's They're the like tie-in, Funyuns. you know, with Halo. Halo has the history with Doritos. So, you know, we're Bungie. We made Halo. We can kind of pull that forward. And Doritos. This whole game is going to be out Doritos. Watch it down with Mountain Perfect. Dew. Perfect. Yeah, Mountain yeah. Dew. The only thing that survived. Oh, right. Cold cockroaches. Red. And Doritos. And Doritos, yes. Yep, Doritos. <laughs> yes. Yep. You're an idiot, awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so let's wrap up the Pillars of Destiny there. Like I said, I know we'll be getting back to these classes later on. And let's move on to our email section called Messages from the City. Messages from the City. So I just want to remind everybody, send us your emails to feedback at theguardiansofdestiny.com. And uh, hopefully you'll hear your question and our responses on air here on Guardian Radio. So the first one up, this comes to us from Mitchell. And he says, you guys spend a lot of time talking about the exclusive content, which got me to thinking. Instead of it giving certain consoles unique areas to explore, what if they did Mm -hmm. the thing that World of Warcraft did with the factions, where they give the Horde, the Shaman class, and the Alliance, the Paladin? Just food for thought mm-hmm. for the next podcast. Looking yeah. forward to the next episode. So, Mitchell, thank you for Love that email. Um, yeah. My response to that, I mean, it, I know like with you know the Horde, they got the Shamans and the Alliance got the Paladins, but that's still a little bit different because still it's on the same platform. You know, regardless, World of Warcraft was on the PC. So you could right. choose to play Horde. Like if you wanted to play a Shaman, you would just play Horde because you could play that. Where in this case... If, you know, let's say the Guardian or the uh, Hunter is only on PlayStation 4 and, you know, the Titan is only on the next Xbox, that completely, you know, it's not possible for you to play the other class in that same game. So I don't think you can really compare that example. I wouldn't be against it. I really wouldn't. Uh, Maybe, I guess, a little bit with the classes, but, like, maybe the Warlock gets a certain power, an extra power on PS3. Or the Titan gets an extra power. I wouldn't be against it. It would suck because mm-hmm. I probably would want to play it. But I know, right? Right. Uh, Decisions. I, yeah, like what you're saying. Like feasibly, I don't think they'll do it. But I'm. I. It wouldn't bother me as much. Like it wouldn't. I wouldn't cry to Bungie saying, "Let's change it." Why did you? Like yeah. they did in World of Warcraft, and you're like, yeah. "No, I'll just give everyone." You made me buy ones. every console. Yeah. Just so I can get that piece of armor, damn you. Right. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think that exclusive content is really going to be more pieces like that. Maybe certain weapons, maybe armor. You know, maybe there will be some sort of social area that Uh may be in it. You know, I mean, we talked about the social hubs earlier. Maybe there's a different city because... You know, this this is a crazy analogy. I can't even believe I'm bringing this up on the on a uh, Destiny podcast. But um, you go to the Pokemon games. The difference between Pokemon. like Pokemon Black and Pokemon White is each has a certain area that the other one doesn't have. And you know, I can see them doing that. There's one area in a city that you can get to that you just can't get in the other one. And not that it really plays into the story, but it's just an area where you can go and get maybe a little bit more extra lore or or something from that. I don't know. Yeah. Can we have can we have that be the first and last time Pokemon is Yes, it can be. Ever and, for, and for the record, I'm just going to say it's not that I'm a huge Pokemon fan. My son plays the game, so yeah, I had to no, go through this debate are. of which yeah. one are we going to get, black or white. So. <laughs> your son is always the fall guy for your Pokemon he is, love. He is. For all Dude, my nerd, for all my nerdisms, too. it's my son. <laughs> and watch just takes it himself. <laughs> I know, and I, and I I don't have a kid to blame it on. No, so you just got to blame it on you. On your dog. Blame it on your yeah. dog. My dog really loves Pokemon, I swear. Yeah. I'm standing in line at midnight release for Pokemon. It's it's for With my your dog. Your dog has and a like, squirtle I'm, costume. I, I know. I'm telling everyone around like, dude, he, he's a big fan. I I can't uh, say no. Sir, we don't allow face. dogs into the store. Uh, the game's for him though, man. He wants he wants a game. He loves <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Let's see. This next email came to us from Adamal One Two Three. And he said, should I just wait until I own the upcoming consoles or should I just order it now? What did you do? 
So, Ooh, good question. I, I'll give him advice. If you, I would say play it close to the chest with this one, and just I would say or pre-order it now. It, it, I'm getting it for next gen because I want the ultimate Destiny experience. Yeah, but dude, you're not gonna not play this game when it comes out for the current console. Well, I don't believe it'll be out. I think the current consoles think... will be. I think the next gen consoles will be available. This game's not coming out for next okay. year. Next oh, it's coming out. Yeah, it's not coming out. I mean, PlayStation you know Four will be out. I mean, they basically said day and date it's coming out for all those systems on the same day. So, but right. at that point, right. to where you're kind of going with it, Derek. I mean, I am buying this right. for the next gen console, whichever one that right. is exactly. that I own. Um, right. Exactly. So the only way we don't know about is Xbox. The release right. date on that, assuming that's coming but, out. Yeah, I'm assuming Microsoft Christmas put it time. Out this year. Yeah, they're not crazy. Then, yeah, right. They will. Okay. Sure. Then I agree so, with you. Yeah. So to his to 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 answer his question, I if you're going to get next gen, pre-order for next gen. Yeah. Absolutely. If yeah. you're not going to go yeah. to next gen initially, and you're going to wait, I you don't want to wait for Destiny. <laughs> that's yep. a day one. You know, exactly. must have. Well, here, must day have one. Yeah. Whatever console what you I did, own man. when it comes out, buy it for them. That's what you yeah, buy it for. Yeah. Now, immediately, should he just order it now? I'm going to give you a little tip. If you pre-order okay. the game now, doesn't matter what platform you get it on. That's when you get the posters. So if you go to GameStop, you're going to get the posters. So me personally, I yeah. pre-ordered it for the Xbox 360 to get uh-huh. the poster because I just got to have the poster. I mean, it's an awesome freaking poster. Mark still collects and posters. You can go back and. <laughs> return quote-unquote return that pre-order because gamestop lets you do that like go and say ah, i don't yeah. want to pre-order that anymore so if just keep the post I, I basically the did that because my i'm still debating on if i want to get it for the ps4 or whatever the next xbox is and obviously yeah. you can't pre-order it right now for the next xbox so it's like let me just pre-order 360 just so i got my pre-order in i get my poster and then yeah. once both those systems are announced as it gets a little bit closer go back switch it to what you want and then you got it so yeah that that's kind of yeah. my so my tip is what I recommend you do, especially if you want the poster right now. I was gonna say you get the poster right away. It's not like you get the poster. No, they got them. When the stores have them right now, so you you get that poster. And you know so who knows how long up. those are gonna last. I know with um, the, the they do that sometimes with stuff like Assassin's Creed Three. They had those metal cases. Once all the pre-orders were up early on, those cases were gone. So if you want that poster, pre-order a version now, get the poster, and then worry about your pre-order system and all that later. But at least you got your poster. Dude, is your poster yeah. hanging up? No, not yet. Next year, Pamela Anderson it will poster. Be. <laughs> it will be. It will be. So as we do Guardian Radio, I can sit here and look yeah. at the poster. Your Kathy Ireland poster. This <laughs> 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 my Jenny McCarthy poster from '93 <laughs> or '95. Uh, let's see. Next one comes to us from Artemer, and he says, "Do you think that Destiny will have any Xbox Connect?" Or PS Move capabilities. I like how it was Absolutely implemented not. in Forza Motorsports 4. It used face <laughs> tracking, so if you looked left, your camera would turn a little so you could see around the next turn or see who's driving beside you. I know it wouldn't apply in the same manner, but I think it would be neat, especially for the Warlock. I don't. No. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I don't want Connect. That's all I'm saying. I, just I don't want Connect or Move. Yeah. I still Connect. When I, as soon as I see that purple box and better would connect, I just instantly feel like the game is dumbed down. I do. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just a personal feeling. I'm with, I'm with you, Chris. I'm so with you on that, man. I, I, yeah. I do. It's like, uh, okay, whatever. It's like it makes it more of a toy instead but of it's being better. Hard. Well, dude, it's you know, not... I don't get. I would say I don't get <laughs> the dumbed down feeling, Chris, because it depends. Like, it's either a connect game, which then I would say, okay, it's dumbed down, or it's tacked on. 
you know, like Mass yeah, Effect. Right. It was just tacked on, man. Or, or tacked on. Ghost right, Recon, right. Future Soldier. It was just mm-hmm. tacked on. And we always go back to say, it's not better with Connect. That's They got to get rid of that tagline. It needs to say, <laughs> it works with Connect. That's right. Kind right, of. Right. Maybe put a kind of at the way. end. Like, oh, kind, kind of. of. But what would they do with move? You know, what would you do with move? I mean, do you want to be pointing like a Wiimote or like a first-person shooter? I mean, that's really all that move could do. Just like this, yeah. No, just like this questioner. He he likes connect. I I could see them adding like voice commands, but I'm not excited for it. You know, but like with like what you said with move, it's people. There's like probably there's. I would assume there's a lot of people that still like to point at the screen like with the Wiimote. It, it it all depends, but I don't want I don't want it to where like oh if you're the warlock on Xbox even connect you have to wave your arm to cast a spell that would suck. Oh yeah, my god, that would be terrible. Yeah, yep. I don't no 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 peripherals, just button presses, controllers. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever been a game of this magnitude that has had uh, connect capabilities. No, right. So of be, this magnitude, no, no. So it's kind of tough to implement. I mean, the only I one, honestly, good. man, really is Mass Effect, and it was just tacked on. You know, it was that shout out your your biotics and stuff like that. That was pretty much it. And that, yeah. again, wasn't... But when you have like these games that are you know, quick decision games, I'm not using Connect. Nope. I just feel yeah. like I'm going to be lagging behind. Let's see. The yeah. next email came from Mr. Chesnut. And he said, hi, I loved your first podcast, and I may be a little biased considering I'm head over heels for Destiny. So with the little information we have floating around, I'd like to pose two questions. One, do you think Bungie can find a balance between an ever-changing world and an excellent heart-wrenching story? Bungie has stated that they are aiming for a living world, and although not completely clear on what that would entail, I believe they said something like they will be able to stand on its own, two feet, or somewhere along those lines. Do you think with an ever-changing living world we will have room for story, or do you believe that Bungie can fit it in some way? And he said he has a few ideas of his own, but he'd like to hear our opinion. And then he says, sorry for making it a bit long. While I was typing, I forgot my second question. <laughs> well, that's so what do you guys right. think? I mean, and we really kind of hinted at question, this. Though. I would say we kind of hinted at it a little bit earlier. With this world just constantly changing in this living, breathing world, how are you able to create right. a true narrative story? I mean, what I don't does he want something like you know, a story, you know, heavy rain type of thing. Cause that would be, well, I very... mean, dude, even go back to halo. He wants, which I know you for some reason always get confused by, but yeah, he no wants to know what here. are we going to have like a quote unquote campaign, not in the typical sense, but will there be a narrative and how will they do that? Do we think they can well, achieve that? Yes, they can. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you have to realize, I mean, with the world this vast, it could, it, it doesn't have to. We got to get out of the traditional sense of a campaign. It can have multiple campaigns, if you will. It can have multiple narratives that all tie together. That would make it really sweet. I mean, that's bold to do that, looking at the vastness of, of what this could be. But it could have a directional campaign that can trickle off into a different one that has you playing this game forever, as you and your clanmen go around and you know exploring this 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 universe and this world. So yeah, it could have a narrative. That falls in line with a traditional campaign approach, but there are multiple, and how you go about it, you can just go out and traverse and get off the beating path like most games. But it could have a narrative, absolutely. But it's going to be tough. Like, I, what he's getting at is almost like uh, once you're done with it, once you're done with the story, 
Are you just done? Is just over? Then you just go on playing the game, and will the story stick with you? Kind of like you know Skyrim. When I was playing Skyrim, I had talked to Turks, and I was like, I just be, I can't remember what the dragon is, and I'm like, I don't know where I have to go next. And he's like, Oh yeah, he goes, You're done with the campaign. It was so anticlimactic. It was not even funny. So it was like, Is is it going <laughs> to be in that that realm where the story is there? It's not at the forefront. The more of the forefront is the ever changing world. Right. So once you're done, do you know you're done? Like in in Skyrim, I didn't know I was finished with the main campaign. Yeah. I just just assumed. You uh, know, it's a good question, man. I think it's a, it it's a tough it, balance to to. to it's do always both been a struggle, things. man, with like MMOs and these online that games. Is, is where be, being that the 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 fact that these games are built to never end to truly put in these immersive stories, it's hard. Right. Because it's like very, you said, yeah. Chris, you, you know. The, the, let's say the writing of this story ends, and but the player, you have to find a way to convey that to the player, that if this this story has ended, move on to the next. And, right. you know, I'm thinking from what, the, the way this game is described and just kind of knowing what some other MMOs in that have done, I'm thinking it's going to be very much like, you know, the story is through your actions in the game and you're actually creating the story. There will be kind of this overarching theme that will be going on. Um, uh-huh. And you know maybe there will be some sort of end, and then you won't see the true like ramifications <clears throat> of that until Destiny Two or whatever the expansion is. You know maybe then that carries mm-hmm. on that. But in the meantime, you can still go out, and there's just this whole vast universe of more stories that you can discover. See, that's what I'm hoping there is, Mark. I don't, I don't want my narrative to end if that makes any sense. Because like you said, Chris, you know when Skyrim ended, yeah, I have this whole vast world that I can you know traverse and scour, but it ended. The story's gone. It's There's gone, right? And 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 that's 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 the the tear. That's the tear that says, "Well, I gotta put this back together." And you now it really takes your purpose away. Yeah, it does. You know, and that's so, the thing. Like, is there a story that right. never ends? But then the story doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Okay. Do you, uh, you, I don't know about on, that. Do you, I don't know about that. I think, I, the story do, always, I think the story always matters, but it shouldn't end. What do you think about that? I don't think the story should end. It should just keep going because this world, this universe is so vast. And to me, and... It wouldn't matter. If, if I knew the story never ended, it would uh-huh. be second nature to me. I wouldn't care about the story. If, if you really? know going in, yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, I just mm-hmm. know what I'm playing will never end. And I'm okay with that. Like, that's, that's yeah. fine. This is the world that we're in, and this is the quote-unquote story, and you're playing it, and it technically will never end. There's no end to the story. I yeah. don't care about that. Well, yeah, that's but just... that's that idea too, man. Well, I, I, uh-huh. I guess, and this is kind of the wrong maybe way to say it, but it's always about, you know, in that case, it'd be more about the journey than the destination. Exactly. Right? Is what right. it would be. Right. And, but exactly. still, that, if that journey is so good, and even though I know the destination right. may not be as as big as it could be, I still uh-huh. want to be there for the journey, man. And I still want to, like, I don't want yeah, to just go man. put the reticule on enemy's face and pull the trigger over and over and over again. I still, regardless, even if there's a little right. bit of narrative on top of it, I still feel like I'm doing it for a reason. Because at the it's moment, this yes. one hour that I've Save sat humanity. down and played Destiny, there's a reason. Um, right. I mean, we talked about exactly. it earlier on the show about the queen. We're going, our reason right now, the end to that story is we got to get into this vault. Let's do it. And we're going into the vault and... The ending, the destination is we get all the spoils that are in there. We get this gold. We yeah. get this loot. Yeah. That's just what I just, is. yeah. Yeah, I think that's how they are going to have, theoretically, a never-ending story or ever-changing. <clears throat> the main purpose, probably, in the start of the game, you're going to get a purpose like, oh, we need to save humanity, go explore a galaxy, and have little tip, like points of interest we got to do. 
that they're going to keep adding and it's going to add the story. So in theory, it's never ending. But then there's going to be quests like what you said, Mark, where it's kill a queen. That's going to add more lore and more story to it and more to right. add more time. Right. It's just like in Skyrim where you could do a side, like I went off on a side quest that took what three hours to complete. And I'm like, Oh crap, this is just a side quest. That That's what's right. I think they're going to do a lot with that to where it adds direct. So and then they, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to add more meat and then there's going to be more potatoes and all that <laughs> stuff. So yeah. yeah, that's what I hope. That's what I hope for. No doubt. No doubt. Let's see. This next one comes to us from Kiefer. And he said, did you ever think that the... What? Sutherland? No, not Sutherland. (laughs) He's not from 24. Uh, Let's see, Kiefer. Did you ever think that the quote-unquote base Destiny game might be the only game release for the entire series, kind of like World of Warcraft, where the player buys the one disc, and over a course of 10 years, Bungie expands the universe slowly, but surely through massive expansions until it becomes this huge universe. Thus cutting out Destiny 2, Destiny 3, or Destiny, here we go again. I don't think Destiny needs the whole part one, part two about it. Just based on just where I'm sitting right now, it just seems like it's just Destiny and it evolves with the player. You know what I mean? I think that's more appropriate to the way it's being kind of fleshed out to us. It might come to a point where I'm like, well, you know, we want Destiny 2. But I don't see that happening based on the question we just answered. You know, if we want right. this world to be ever ever changing but, but not ending, there shouldn't be a part two in the whole traditional oh. sense of So a let sequel. me ask you this you then, man. I mean? And I think the only thing that would say that that may not be the case would be, uh, is somebody 10 years from now going to buy the next expansion for the Xbox 360 version of Destiny? 10 years from now. There you go. You know, three sixty two years from yeah. now, no. For three sixty, no. Okay, so then, so then that means there will be some sort of sequel, or is it right now? If you buy into the PS three and three sixty, you're screwed because you're wasting your money and you should go to the next or, consoles off the bat because they'll be around mm-hmm. in ten years. The other ones, yeah, you can still play them, but the support's not yeah, there. Yeah, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because wow. what, who's, who's to say that uh, Microsoft is going to maintain? Support the 360. Yeah, yeah, 360 support after. Where the hell is PSN going to go, you know? PlayStation 3 version of PSN, you know? It's just, I don't know. Right, right. So, you know, in the end, I mean, it would probably be some sort of um, expansions, I would think. But then, in the same sense, knowing the way that this is going to be connected through mobile, and I think we talked about it last week about whether or not we thought you'd be able to bring your saves over to those new consoles. If your character really is just... You know, the ones and O's just kind of spit out on a server somewhere. And you could log into your quote-unquote Destiny account when uh-huh. the next expansion comes out or that first expansion or second, whichever one they finally decide to stop supporting the current gen. You just log into the PlayStation 4 version, log in with your see? Destiny account, and your character's there. there. You, see, because that's you the way to that go. Character and it just goes over. That's the way to go. Then in that case, it's... it's it, it gets I would say that, that person who's thinking it, it gets rid of it. Pre-order right now for your 360 or PS3. Enjoy yourself. You can always upgrade later. Exactly. Yep. That's what they have to do. I mean, they're, they're just especially putting it out on current yeah. gen. I mean, they got to be doing that. I hope they do not, that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel bad for those people that aren't getting it <laughs> on next gen. I know, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. One more I want to get to, and this came to us on Twitter uh, from Reb Guru, and he said, "Thoughts on prefer- preferred leveling system for Destiny." Uh, examples are like the talent tree from <clears throat> WoW or the runes from Path of Exile, etc. So, do we think we're gonna have this massive, like extensive talent tree from those, or would we want that? 
in this game? Or would we rather maybe have a more simplified version like Borderlands or even Mass Effect? Let's say, I mean, Mass Effect even simplified it even more where you just have this very small, minute pathway. What kind of leveling mm-hmm. system do you guys want for this? Well, I, I, I would hope that the leveling system really uh, awards teams more so than the individual individual approach. That's what most shooters do today. That's why it, it creates this idea of going rogue because I can do this myself and become this individual juggernaut. Whereas if it's more team-based, it keeps it in the refines of what Destiny wants to be. Destiny doesn't want you running off on your own, but it wants to give you the opportunity to do that. But I hope that it does a great balancing act of both, where I'm with my crew of guardians and we level up because we completed this together. I hope that you're rewarded more for those things that are more team oriented than just by yourself. But part of the question, Derek, or the main point is, okay, so regardless of how you gain the XP, because it sounds like that's more what you're talking about is where's the XP going to come from. He's asking, Uh how do you want that leveling to look? Is it more just like, like borderlands where you have the three leveling trees that come down where it's somewhat extensive, but not too much where you go to a game. Like he mentioned that path of exile, which is that new free to play. Right. Um, isometric dungeon crawler that game you go in there it's Uh like old school uh was it final fantasy 10 had that massive map that you could go on and just place all those little runes kind of all over it and level yourself up Uh i mean i don't think it should be that extensive i mean in an action game like this a shooter game um you know i I think it should be more things almost similar to what borderlands did where you you have more of a chance of piercing armor or you know maybe some of the abilities are the ammo burning things fire acid those type of things that you're able to kind of level up and it's right. it, it still is your character and they give you enough options to do that or to kind of make uh-huh. yourself unique but not to the point where you're just spending 30 minutes looking at this massive like spider web of, of abilities and it's just right you know i don't know the, the, the more is not always the, the better you know what i mean no. As, but but if 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 it's a lot I think it would be quite a bit for something this vast. I think it would be quite a bit. You can go in and look at this, you know, unfortunately, this uh, long list of attributes that could be pretty cool, though. Yeah. You didn't know what they are, how they, how they, how they develop. It could be pretty cool. Yeah. So we shall see. Hopefully we'll get some more we'll info see. on that uh, as we move a little bit closer. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap for Episode 2 of Guardian Radio. I want to thank everybody again for listening to the show. And don't forget, you can hit us up at feedback at theguardiansofdestiny.com. Shoot us over your emails and topics. And, of course, we'll you know read those on the air here. And if you haven't heard your email this week, don't worry. We still have them. We'll be getting to them again in our next episode. Yep. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Guardians of D. Or you can also hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Guardians of Destiny. And if you haven't swung by the site yet, please do that. Theguardiansofdestiny.com. It's... Um, fully functional right now. It's a very visual site. We're asking you guys to get engaged with the menus. You can see that everything kind of moves and flows. We kind of want to create a site that was a little unique oh, yeah. for just any blog that's out there. You know, you don't go to our site and there's just a page of text. It's really, um, we're kind of asking you to get engaged with it. Um, so you'll see everything's moving. And um, moving actually forward, as of right now, our mobile version isn't up because that's some other feedback we got from some people is that the mobile version isn't quite where they want it to be um so we are actually trying to figure out what the best option for us to install and kind of initiate into that um because we want to make sure you can still listen to guardian radio on the fly here on the mobile and then also just be able to browse our our stories and articles uh very easily so that should be coming soon and of course our forums are up and running so be sure to go and sign yourself up 
and join in on the conversation. So, guys, thanks again for uh, joining us here for Guardian Radio. And um, hopefully, hopefully, if Bungie gives us a weekly update, that we may be returning to you next Monday. Mm. So keep it locked in here, guardiansofdestiny.com and on iTunes. And with that, we'll catch you on the next episode. Guardians of Destiny. Traveler hates Doritos. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.